Wake up, wake up, wake up. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Nerd Plate Podcast, where you get your weekly helping of black nerd culture. My name is Elroy, and again, I'm going solo once more. Nah, seriously, guys, um, I haven't seen Rockman in over a month. I don't know if he's okay. Uh, apparently, he did a show last week. Uh, yeah, I haven't, I haven't we, we legitimately have not seen each other for about a month. Scheduling is crazy between his birthday, my dad's birthday, he has a date, you know, just random, random life events, you know, that just happened. Maybe one day in the distant future, you know, in a galaxy far, far away, we, we might link back up again and do a real nerd plate show again. But, you know, that's not going to stop us from dealing out this content for y'all so you can get your helpings, you, you get full, and you can go to work happy. I am recording this, what time is it, live Tuesday morning, it is 7.50, luckily I have a delayed opening at work, so I don't have to be there, so I decided, why not do this shit live, just so there's no surprises in the news, and my stories could be, you know, have to be redacted, because some new events have occurred, or, you know, new challenges approached, or all that good shit, so I'm doing this live Tuesday morning, Right here, 7.50 in the a.m., December 4th, 2018. So, yes, that means when you hear this episode, I will have recorded it today. This episode goes live as soon as I'm done. One hit, baby. One take. Fuck it. Elroy's the GOAT. Remember that. I know Rockman can't stand it, but you know what? Fuck him. I'm the GOAT. I'm the GOAT. And that's what I tell my kids every day. Um, Be sure. Whew. To follow us on every every major social media platform, that's Twitter, IG, Facebook, at the Nerd Plate. Except, you know, on Twitter, plate underscore nerd, because motherfuckers grab domain names years before and don't think about shit like that. So, blame me on that. Also, please, please share this podcast with your friends. And if you don't share it, just like it. Like it, subscribe to it, rate it. I really, rate, I really want you guys to rate us. Because we can't get better if we don't know how we're doing, you know? To, to me, it's, this shit is phenomenal, you know? You can't tell me this shit bad because I'm in it. So, you know, fuck it. <laughs> so, uh, I'm going to jump right into the content, guys. And, of course, it's your weekly appetizers things. What is the appetizer? The appetizer is a segment of mm, food. That you get before your main food. So, this happens on Tuesday. We're going to have another episode on Thursday. For those of you who are brand new to the show. Um, this is going to be, you know, little quick hits and news in the gaming and nerd world. Uh, well, what we consider the gaming and nerd world. Because, you know, not everyone considers the same things nerdy. I think anything can be nerdy. Because, you know, if you're obsessed about any particular topic, you're a nerd of that topic. Like, for some people, they love Star Wars. They they consider themselves Star Wars nerds. Some people love sports. Some people are sports nerds. Because I know plenty of people who can rattle off sports stats, like Rockman can r- rattle off Nintendo facts. So, you know, whatever you, want, whatever you choose to be a nerd of in 2019, be it. Be it and tell everyone else to shut the fuck up. Because you are you. And no one else can tell you what to do. That's a Dr. Seuss quote, and I fucked it up, but I think mine sounds better. Anyway, I'm not going to be 
beat around the bush anymore. I'm going to try not to. Uh, I'm going to try and get you this quick content so I can, one, go to work. Two, you can hear this. And three, we can all be happy. We can all be happy. So, starting right the fuck off with some stuff. Netflix out here um, cutting niggas' throats out. Apparently, I mean, do it's not really a surprise at this point, but it kind of is. So, this year we saw Iron Fist get canceled, Luke Cage get canceled. Now, we both we know this was happening due to Disney responding to DC getting their own streaming service. Now, of course, we know all Disney material that includes the Marvel uni- Marvel universe that's in Netflix. All the Marvel MCU movies are going to be cut by this year. What we didn't know was when. <coughs> uh, Disney has made only a few announcements to their streaming service, and now we see that they are 110% serious about this shit because they just cut Daredevil after three seasons. And me personally, I wasn't caught up on Daredevil. I stopped after the end of probably the middle of season two. Like, I I can tell you how far I was. I never saw the Punisher in Daredevil. That's how that's how far back and fucked up I was on Daredevil. Now Daredevil is an excellent series. Now let's let's knock that shit out the water. Daredevil was probably one of the best out of all of the Defenders. You know, or at least series wise. Not I don't know about comic book wise. You can find me about that later. But Daredevil was by far one of the best of the Netflix Marvel series. And it got the most love because it got the most attention. It got, there was no question about whether in the next season of Daredevil was coming. It was just a question of when. We were hesitant to see, you know, Iron Fist get a season two because season one was so, I'm not going to say bad. I'm an Iron Fist man, so my, my opinion is biased. It wasn't good, but it wasn't great. It wasn't bad. It wasn't good. It was just kind of there. We all wa- I watched it and you know I appreciated it for what it was, but it didn't you know get me off my couch and excited and shit. Now Luke Cage, another complete completely different story. Season one was fucking phenomenal. Season two took a little bit of that and you know just you know pulled some of the fun out of it because it ended up making Luke do some things that he didn't normally do. The series ended so odd, and let's be honest, Jessica Jones is just an awful person. Like, I, I, I'm i going to be real. I didn't even watch – I watched three episodes of season one. And I was so bored that I was like, fuck this bitch. I hate her. I hate her as a person, and I don't want to see her develop. So, you know, um, feminists, you know, get at me. My Twitter is at Leroy Ketchum. Fuck it. Fight me. I don't care. I'm allowed to not like somebody, which I think everyone is allowed to not like somebody. You don't have to, just because someone is a certain way, you don't have to like them. That's just, you know, my personal soapbox. But Netflix is canceling fucking Daredevil, and now we're losing pretty much everything to watch. But we are gaining some things, uh, keeping with the Netflix theme. Apparently, there's a, rum- there's a rumor. Now, I don't know how true this is. I know I've seen it on at least four different platforms. But... <coughs> Excuse me. Goodness. Whew. There is rumors of a live-action Cowboy Bebop series headed to Netflix. Now, um, for those of you who watch anime or have ever seen the damn anime before, uh, Cowboy Bebop is definitely in your repertoire as one of the better developed, better shown, you know, better produced anime of the early 90s, 2000s. Uh, a 1998 release, uh, well, it was in Japan in 1998. I think we got it maybe that same year. I don't know. I remember seeing the shit as a kid. But um, centers around Spike and uh, his fucking space travels. I'm not going to go into any more because at this point, everyone should know what Cowboy Bebop is. Um, the original director, we'll happy to be known, is uh, you'll happy to, you will be happy to know, damn, that the original director... I can't pronounce his name right now because it's early. And well, I'm, I can try. I can try. I'm pretty good at these things. I can read. Sh- mm. Shinichiro Watanabe. Yeah, not that bad at all. The original director will be a part of. Uh, will be a consultant on the project. 
we should look forward to that probably late next year. And for those of you who like Cowboy Bebop, it was 10 episodes. Or it will be 10 episodes on Netflix. It was one of these shorter, you know, well done anime. So you're not having, you don't have to worry about this long drawn out process, Dragon Ball Z style. It'll be 10 episodes. It'll be quick. It'll be cool. Um, this is following the same tr- trend as Bleach did. They're not live action. Death Note has a live action. Um, I'm not, I don't know how I truly feel because they're two both very different live actions. Death Note was kind of out there. Bleach was was pretty good, actually. Not even going to lie. I, I watched the Bleach live action, and I was not upset. So look forward to that. It'll be great. It'll be nice nostalgia, kickback to some of the old anime heads. Like, I know Rockman's probably... I know he loves um, Cowboy Bebop, but I don't know how he's going to feel about this. All right. Going into... Well, let's see. We can go a lot of different ways from here. Since we're talking about new shit, new movies and stuff. I I like... I'm going to go this way. Fuck it. So, another trailer dropped for this Dragon Ball Z Broly movie, and I am all but... About ready to go change and be a same, go fight my enemies in the desert. I'm this close, damn it. Guys, fucking Gogeta has appeared. And we know it's Gogeta because we know what that nigga looked like. We ain't seen Gogeta since Fusion Reborn in Dragon Ball GT. Which, hot take, not really that bad a series. Fight me on that at Leroy Catchem. Find me, bitch. Um, Gogeta is going to be in the new Broly movie coming out January 16th um, for Dragon Ball Super. What does this mean? Um, it means a lot of things, actually. Because not only are we do we know we're going to see Vegito, we're going to see Gogeta too. Now, you may ask which one of those is better, which one is worse, blah, blah, blah. For all that, you know, good, wonderful information that I would love to divulge right now, but I can't. I'm kind of under a time crunch. Um, please feel free to ask me any question or, Hey, we might just do a Dragon Ball Z episode. <laughs> That'd be great. I know it would rock man. You can't come. Um, but yes, uh, they're dropping trailers for this Broly movie. Cause they are really, really, really wanting it to do well. It's going to be in theaters January 16th. Please go out, show your support. We don't get a lot of anime on the big screens in America. Um, simply because the market isn't, you know, about pushing it on the screens. They're more about, let's get it to the people we know are going to get it or are going to watch it. So they put it on streaming services and such. But I'll be there. I'll be there damn day one. Please, you don't even have to worry about that. I'm going to be there. And it's going to be my birthday. Um, Elroy's birthday is on the 24th. I expect gifts and presents and love from all of you. Um, please believe I will stop this podcast shit like that. Anyway. Um, Gogeta is going to be great because (laughs) Gogeta, I think, is one of the low-key slept-on fusions. I think everyone just goes to Vegeta automatically because it's a complete fusion. And, oh, Vegeta uh, is more important because he fucked up Boo and blah, blah, blah. But let's not – Vegito. Let's not forget that Gogeta gave Janemba them hands. And Janemba was by far almost as bad as Boo. When he got skinny now, when he was, well, no, even when Janemba was fat and he was phantom punching the shit out of Goku, um, he, Janemba was honestly one of the better, one of the, I'd say top three, top four villains in uh, Dragon Ball. I mean, of course, there's a lot of them and there's really, some people would argue, there's not really that many. You got Frieza, Cell, Boo, that's it. Nah, I mean, you can't take away from the little guys too. Harutagarn was a whole bitch. You know, and he had to be put to sleep with the intro to Mask Off. So, you know, it's whatever. But uh, Gogeta gave Janemba them hands, you know. So, uh, fuck, I could go, but I, if, I, if I don't stop, I'm going to go about Dragon Ball Z for the rest of the time, and I'll never get to work. Um, <clears throat> moving right along. Um, sad news. Uh, it's It's weird for me because... As a 25-year-old, yeah, I still watch this shit. 
Yeah, I, I still somewhat enjoy it. And yes, I can go back and watch a lot of episodes. For me, for some, this may not be as big a deal, but uh, it, it's just kind of, kind of near and dear to my heart. Uh, guys, we lost another great creator, uh, Stephen Hillenberg, creator of SpongeBob SquarePants, died at 57 after a battle with ALS. Um, I want to say last week. Yeah, but yeah. Um, if you don't know SpongeBob SquarePants, then I mean. Go back to whatever rock you came under and, you know, beat yourself to sleep. Because, I mean, Spongebob is, one, 20 years old. Because it's been, it aired on television for 20 years, nearly 20 years ago. So, I mean, it's kind of hard as fuck for not, to not go through the world and not know what Spongebob is. Unless you live in, like, a very remote place. I mean, Spongebob toys... The TV show is everywhere. There's shirts. There's, I mean, SpongeBob is one of the most well-marketed programs that Nickelodeon ever had. It is one of the last remaining um, classic Nickelodeon TV shows, but it's, you know, today as well. So it was around when Invader Zim was on. It was around when Rugrats was on, Our Real Monsters, all that, all that good stuff, you know. Keenan and Kale. SpongeBob was there. SpongeBob is now <laughs> still moving. I don't know where this is going to go for the series now that Steven Hillenberg is dead. Um, <coughs> if you've been watching Str- SpongeBob for as long as I have, you've noticed subtle animation changes, subtle voice changes. We also lost the um, the gentleman who does the voice for Mermaid Man uh, a while ago. I think about a year ago. So you you noticed certain voice changes and show directions that, you know, back in the day was like, what? Why would you do that? And, you know, stuff like that. But anyway, RIP to Stephen Hillerberg, Stephen Hillerberg. But his death will probably not go unnoticed. If you're a sports fan like me, you know plenty of people have said no to performing at the halftime of the Super Bowl, which is usually reserved for, you know, stars of the highest caliber. I mean, Prince did one, Michael Jackson did one, um, oddly enough, Justin Timberlake did one, to give you an example of the range in which they go. So now, apparently, there's an online petition of over 40,000 signatures for for the song Sweet Victory that was played during an episode of SpongeBob SquarePants to be performed at halftime in the Super Bowl. Now, guys, I don't know how I feel about this because, one, that would be amazing. Two, see, it's an odd it's an odd platform for me because I am a football fan still. Yes, I know as black people we're supposed to be like, no, uh, no football until Colin Kaepernick has a job. Well, Colin Kaepernick don't play for my team. So, you know, I don't – take that how you want to. I'm a Patriots fan. So, I mean, my team wins. And, yes, I know it looks bad because Tom Brady is one of the hugest Trump supporters in the NFL. <clears throat> I don't care. I've been a Patriots fan since 2007. So, at this point, I, I, that's my team for life. Fight me. <clears throat> uh, anyway. The song Sweet Victory, which was was performed in the episode Band Geeks, in which Squidward has to prove a point to Squilliam that he can cre- he can direct the band um, much better than he can, apparently. And it's, of course, made up of a bunch of Bikini Bottoms, ragtag-ass uh, secondary characters that have no name, and, of course, all the main characters. So Pearl, Mr. Krabs, Sandy, Patrick's dumbass, and SpongeBob, and Plankton. Um. Yeah, so it goes on. They're not doing well. They're fucking up in rehearsals. They can't do shit right. And Squidward is at that point where Squidward usually gets, where he's like, fuck this, I'm going to go kill myself. And he goes out, and they're performing for a football game in the real world with, like, real football fans because they refer to him like, well, do, did we get to a toxic waste dump or something? What the fuck? These fish is ugly. Now, when Squidward, you know, 
one, two, three, ready, go, or whatever it is in music, I don't know, um, the song, the mood changes, and it gets real deep. And SpongeBob and the band, and they all start performing the song that we know and love, Sweet Sweet Victory, uh, written by David Glenn Isley. And they perform it so well that, you know, it moves people to tears. It gets all emotional. It's inspirational as fuck. And it's pro- it's like probably one of the low-key best animated music videos of all time. Um, but, yeah, that song stuck with me, I know, for a long time. Because I used to play that song after we won, I win a game with spades. <coughs> and it would throw people off. Uh, shout out to the people who know that song and why I played it. Uh, but yeah, there are forty thousand signatures. You can go. You can actually still go fill out the online petition and sign your name and be part of the movement to get "Sweet Victory" played during the twenty nineteen Super Bowl. I'm with it. I mean, let's do it, guys. Let's let's put let's put cartoons and media in the Super Bowl and make the movement, you know, dissolve so we can stop discounting football. I really want to keep watching football. I'm not gonna not stop watching football, but. It's just it's just interesting. I don't know. I don't know if you care about this story at all. Uh, I, people have told me that my show isn't directed towards sports fans, but I disagree. It's some of y'all motherfuckers out there that watch sports and like games at the same time like me. So, <coughs> rest in peace, Steven Hillerberg. Hopefully SpongeBob keeps going. I really hope they don't cancel or they don't make SpongeBob into something that it's not just because he's dead and he has no way to stop it. But yeah. Whew. All right. Uh, some weirder news, I guess. Rock Steady, which, if you know, if you don't know, you're not familiar with Rock Steady, they are the reason for all of the Batman games. So, Batman Arkham Asylum, all the way up to, I think, the most recent one, I believe, was Arkham Knight. I, I want to say, I want to say that one, but I might have this one and. Origin, yeah, no, Arkham Knight, because Arkham Origins was when he first became Batman, so yes, from Arkham Asylum all the way to Arkham Knight, <coughs> excuse me, is apparently in the realm of making more games, but not about Batman, apparently they're talking about making a Superman game, what the fuck, now, um, guys, if you don't... If you've been playing video games as long as I have, you know there's only a few games where Superman exists as a playable character, and there's about three of them, two of them, that he's absolutely not trashed in, and the rest of them, he's absolute awful. I mean, if you don't believe me, go play Superman 64. Go find the game, pay your $4 for it, hold on to your seat, because you're taking this shit back within the hour. Go play that damn game. Now, uh, also, Superman Returns. Go play that. Keep your seat because you're taking that shit back. Anyway. Um, <coughs> the rumors floating around. <coughs> oh, my God. I'm sorry. I'm having a lot of throat troubles. It's cause, probably because I haven't had my orange juice this morning. So, it was rumored um, f- someone floated around the Internet and uh, was on the game requirement game system requirement details website and um apparently it's been in the works it's been in talks since 2015 that they were all they had always planned to introduce superman after the batman arkham series had its run but what they didn't plan on was the arkham series to take off like it did now after arkham night after arkham city hell <laughs> let's be all the way 100 when the Joker died, spoiler alert, if you haven't played those games, I'm sorry. Get the fuck over it. I'm, when you don't do things and you hear people talk about it, don't get mad. Because low-key, it's your fault. Whether, if you didn't know, I'll take that. But if you, if you know about it and you don't play it or you don't watch it and people spoil it, you can't really get mad at that. Because those people care about it enough to want to see what's supposed to happen. So you, who just want to jump in the series and you know, not get spoiled, you, you can, you can, you know, untwist your panties because it's 2018 and it's time for people to grow up some. Anyway, when the Joker died, uh, that seemed to be the end of the Batman series because 
Batman lost the one thing that kept him going. You know, the greatest villain is, or the greatest detective is only matched by the greatest, one of the greatest villains. And the Joker is probably one of the top villains of all time in any media. So when the Joker died, um, the series kind of went away where we assumed it would, would not try to go, but it went anyway. It did, pre- it did the whole prequel thing. So when they did Arkham Origins, I guess that was giving them time to say, hey, we got to do something better. So let's go backwards for a little bit and explore that. But apparently um, that was going to be the end of it, and they were going to create a Kal-El game where he would def- he would definitively definitively grow up and become the Superman that we know battling, of course, you know, Lex Luthor and probably there was probably going to be a Justice League, you know, esque movement in that game somehow, some way. Uh oh yeah, it says here it was once the title leaked was um on a now deleted 4chan thread and it had a couple of developers in there, but so, yeah. Apparently, it was going to be a AAA title on the next-gen platform, so that was going to be one of the PS5 and Xbox, whatever the shits, uh, releases in 2K 2019, which I, f- I really hope they don't do. But, yeah, so um, keep looking at that if you want to. Uh, I'm not a Superman fan, but we all have to realize that Superman is kind of the epitome of fucking goodness and goodness to a point where it's annoying but superman has had some dark times he's he's apparently the ultimate superhero or was the ultimate superhero but (coughs) anyway look forward to that um that's still a very hard rumor as i see it here um on ign which (laughs) if you guys didn't know is not the best uh video game source but it is what it is it's my show you want to fight me let's go all right, um, this one, uh, not many people, well, plenty of people should care about because it's America. Sylvester Stallone officially, uh, in a very heartfelt video posted on Instagram, says goodbye to the character of Rocky, and he is hanging up completely, and he has, uh, I guess, handed it over to Michael B. Jordan to take, uh, the Creed series and take it as far as the Rocky series went, apparently. Um, the caption wrote, I just want, and under the video, he said, I just want to thank everyone around the whole wide world for taking Rocky, the Rocky family into their hearts for over 40 years. It's been my ultimate privilege to have been able to create and play this meaningful character. Though it breaks my heart, sadly, all things must pass and end. I love you kind and generous people. And the most wonderful thing of all is that Rocky will never die because he lives on in you. <coughs> That was some, uh, I, I actually watched the video, and it was weird because it was on a beach, and they had, you know, an oil drum fire going around. So it was apparently a little party, uh, but it was heartfelt. Um, a lot of people were there, uh, not that many people were there, actually. It seemed to like be only about 10 or 15 people, but um, he didn't cry, he didn't tear up, but he knew, and he delivered the message as such that he knew, guys, this is it. Uh, if you don't know, for Rockies, there's eight Rockies. Hell, that's eight Rockies now. Creed 2 um, hit November, hit theaters on November 21st, had a strong run. Uh, and this is, I guess, why. Because he sees the success that Michael B. Jordan is playing and he's doing for the role. So, at this point, at this point, if there was going to be another Rocky movie, Rocky was going to die in the ring. And by die in the ring, I mean he was going to get punched and explode into dust because Sylvester Stallone is old as fuck. So this will be kind of interesting to see whether or not uh, Michael B. Jordan carries Creed eight movies deep. So for us to get the, um, (coughs) for us to get the story, uh, I'm not, (laughs) I'm not mad at Sylvester Stallone for doing this. I'm, I'm actually more or less happy because Rocky is one of those things that, like most of Sylvester Stallone's movies, probably should have stopped a long time ago, but they kept going. Um, what's your favorite Rocky, Rocky movie? Tell me. I know Cole Jackson, uh, me and Cole Jackson, uh, shout out to Cole Jackson and the rest of the government name, uh, podcast family. That's you, Shogun. Me and Cole Jackson had a pretty 
pretty heated argument once about uh, whether Rocky three or it was Rocky four, because I believe that Ivan Drago represented everything that Rocky needed to overcome, and Cole Jackson went the complete opposite and said Mr. T because Mr. T was you know <laughs> just evil as a person, and everyone knows well the. <laughs> The best debate, I think, was because of their two quotes, you know. Ivan Drago, when, that, when he killed Apollo Creed, and when he said he was going to fight Rocky, and he's like, what are you going to do? If he dies, he dies. You know, that, that, that to me, was, was hard as fuck, because at a young age, I didn't think people died in boxing rings. <laughs> Apparently, to Cole Jackson, when, when they asked Mr. T, what did they predict was going to happen? I always said, bang! So that that's a that's a fun little debate that we might actually do one day. Uh, Cole, hit me up if you're trying to do it. Uh, <laughs> look forward to that, guys. <laughs> um. <clears throat> oh. Now, along with new development on the DC side, I'm sorry to jump a jump a story out, but uh, Blue Beetle apparently is getting his own movie as well. Uh, well, no. Let's see. Not a movie. Well, I guess it is a movie. I don't think uh, they're doing any more live action. Well, they should do more live action. It's still, uh, the success that is Titans should be, you know, well exploited. But <clears throat> they're apparently supposed to make a movie, which we're not. I'm not going to complain about because uh, Latin Latino superheroes need more, I guess, mm, exp- exposure. I think we got. The first Latin superhero I ever saw, I can't remember. But the most recent I know was the Ghost Rider that was in the Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which, if that's still going on, good for them, because, God, it was boring. Anyway, (coughs) Jamie Reyes, the Blue Beetle, is currently in the works at DC and Warner Bros. Studios, according to the rap. (coughs) Excuse me. God damn it. Hold on, guys. I got to pause this real quick. I, I gotta get some water. All right, sorry about that, guys. Um, had me a trusty glass of water, and followed behind that was a trusty glass of chocolate milk. So I think we're good. Now, back to the Blue Beetle thing. Um, apparently DC is in the works and uh, uses its demo- uses demographic tools to see how much money they can make. Apparently, according to this article, that the Latino audience held the highest per capita attendance in movie theaters. In twenty in twenty eighteen, Latinos apparently make up eighteen percent of the population and purpose purchase almost a quarter of movie tickets sold in the United States. So <clears throat> that's more of uh, not really more of let's give money, let's give expose give exposure to characters that need exposure to. It's kind of let's make money off these Mexicans or these Cubans or like these Latino people. I don't really know the technical term Hispanic. Is Latin is it Hispanic or Latino? See, that's a Mr. On Point question. Shout out to Mr. On Point. I know you listen to this. I'm not gonna shout out the other person on your podcast because she doesn't listen to these podcasts. But <clears throat> if you don't know anything about the Blue Beetle, um, so well, actually, there were three different Blue Beetles. Uh, the one we know of now is Jamie Reyes or Jaime, because that's the span. That's the way that you pronounce Jamie in Spanish is Jaime um, finds the scarab in a vacant lot in El Paso, Texas it fuses with him and through the scarab's journey to Earth uh, it's been damaged and it's not doing it not doesn't perform its primary function which is to take over the world uh, and control its host it actually forms a symbiotic relationship with them where it feeds as he feeds, and they benefit each other. They benefit each other, you know, in whatever way possible. Jaime uses this to become the superhero that we know, Blue Beetle. He joins the Teen Titans, blah, blah, blah. You know, read up on Teen Titans and Blue Beetle and watch that <coughs> Watch that good stuff if you want more information. But look out for that movie if it doesn't get, you know, crunched in the wake of everything else DC is doing with streaming service and Titans and Aquaman, which surprisingly, bro, I swear Aquaman already came out and we've just retconned that movie like we did everything else, but the trailer's out and it looks, um, it looks pretty bad. So 
anyway, Blue Beetle movie in the works. Look out for that. Now, this one I know is going to piss one person off. Well, it's not going to piss them off. It might actually make them happy. Nintendo apparently is ending its creators program next month so it can make easy make it easier for content creators to make and monetize videos that contain Nintendo game content. Announced on Twitter, Nintendo will no longer require content creators to submit their videos to the NCP and creators will be able to monetize any video as long as they follow Nintendo's strict guidelines. So, this program began in 2015 and had a very controversial run with such in- in issues like Nintendo not being able to keep up with the demand to join the program and a policy that was implemented to restrict live streaming on YouTube. That's why you don't see many <coughs> Nintendo games stream truly with like sounds or anything because uh, as Rockman has told me, 2,478 times that, hey, don't put any Nintendo sounds or media in any you know, anything we do because they put out cease and desist orders and they hand them shits out like ham sandwiches to the poor and we'll get put down. So, ha, nigga. Now they don't care. Now they want to make money like everybody else. I could be completely wrong. He probably knows 10,000 more arguments about this story than I do. I kind of just saw it and I figured, hey, why not? But we know why they did this. I do know that much because Super Smash Bros. comes out in three days and they are definitely going to want, if they know if they know how to make money like Cliff, I mean, excuse me, like Rockman says they do, they are going to allow people to stream this game because Smash Bros. is probably the most awaited title in 2018. I mean, more than Red Dead, more than Spider-Man, more than God of War, because Smash Bros. is one of the most, one of the greatest games, I think, of all time, along with two other Nintendo titles that I can think of. Smash Bros. has been around since 19... Since the 64, basically. <clears throat> so it's timeless. And it'll probably be timeless because Smash always has to come with any new Nintendo console. So, Nintendo wants to make this money. So they know they're going to have to let people stream Smash beat-ups. I probably would... I would like to stream a Smash beat-up so you guys can see the epitome of how bad I beat the shit out of Rockman. Like it's not even cool, guys. It's kind of like watching a cat play with its, play with like a dead mouse or not a dead mouse, a dying mouse. You know, we corner him, we we let him think he can get away, and then we disrespect him. So, um, guys, look out for that. Uh, if you uh, if you're a streamer, you already know I don't really like you, but I may be inclined to you know, purvey view such a video as a smash stream you know because i like smash and i can't call myself an a a a tournament player anymore because uh that phase of my life uh with work and you know i have animals here i have a wife to think about that i can't be as deep in the sauce like i used to be i'll certainly try there was a point where i was taking uh, my gamecube controller to work with me because I had Smash on my laptop, and I would practice then, but I haven't done that in months. So we'll see where it goes. Uh, I'm hella excited about this Switch Smash, um, and I'm even more excited because I'm getting it as a present. My brother-in-law has told me this, so I don't even have to pay for Smash. So, I mean, why aren't we all more excited for Smash, guys? Throw Smash parties, not those kind of Smash parties. That's just nasty. But just throw regular Smash parties, put that shit up on the TV, hook up your streaming service so you can make some money, if you can, or if you're entertaining enough, and get good. And always remember to throw out a good game when you're done, even if you get disrespected like Rockman is going to. Uh, right. Um, I don't know if anybody gives a shit, but Elder Scrolls has been delayed till 2019. I don't even want to talk about this. I really don't. So I'm not. Now, the biggest, uh, well, two big ones for me, actually. So I saw a trailer for a movie from a book series that I thought had long, long, long died. Long died. Um, I remember reading these books as as a kid. And I remember being in middle school and um, I went to a white middle school. Yes, I can say that. It was a very white middle school. In the whole school, I think it was J.J. Pruitt's daughter, who was a newscaster here in Birmingham, Alabama, 
three African children, one of which was in my class. Um, one of my friends from my old school, who's now who is now a political activist, and um, then it was my black ass. Well, my light skinned black ass, but there were there weren't that many black kids in that damn school. So it was a white school. But I did. I was more. Of, I was heavy reader back in the day. Um, yeah, I can say that I was pretty. I was pretty heavy reader. I read um, probably about ten se- ten or so series in my time from fourth grade to eighth grade at that school. Uh, some of them, which you've heard of, the uh, series of unfortunate events books. I read most. I'd already read Harry Potter. I was already reading Harry Potter. Um, Eldest series. That was when I experienced the Hobbit and the Lord of the Rings trilogies all the way through. You know, blah blah blah. Uh, Dragons of Del Toro, finished up the, some of the Animorphs books, you know, a lot, a lot of series, basically. Um, but one that I always, you know, danced around and I tried, I tried to keep up with it. I ended up not finishing the series. Um, was Artemis Fowl? Uh, Artemis Fowl is about a twelve-year-old uh, super genius who's dedicated his life to being a goddamn criminal. Um. Yeah, that's basically it. He's he's just a goddamn criminal, uh, and he is continuing his family's work, which they have always been, you know, criminals. Criminals. Uh, it basically, well, I'm not gonna spoil it because I want I want people to get back into this book. Hell, I'm thinking I, when I saw this trailer, I thought about like going back and buying the series, which I know for a fact is pretty cheap because I think they I think it ended, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but yeah, so Artemis Fowl, it's, uh, <clears throat> one, it's coming from Disney, so you know it's gonna be good, you don't even have to worry about that shit, um, the series is written by Ewing, Owing, I don't know, Ewing Colfer, Colfer, uh, was optioned for the movie back in 2001, but spent years apparently bouncing between screenwriters and studios and all that kind of stuff. I just remember there was always at least three Artemis Fowl books in the library of that school. I read one. Uh, I remember reading a second one. I don't know if it was in the same, if it was in the right order of the series, but I definitely remember reading a second one. And I think my aunt bought me one of them, which I can't find anymore. So I know I finished, I read at least maybe three Artemis Fowl books. Don't know how many of them in the series. I was just excited as fuck because that shit was cool as hell. And when you get to the end and you see what he might have discovered, ah, man, it's it's dope. Uh, check out the trailer. It's on YouTube. Um, but, <sighs> yeah, that's, uh, that's going to be kind of cool for me. I don't know about you. If you want to read the series... Go to your local bookstore if those still exist, if, if if all printed media is not dead and hasn't moved to iPads and Amazon Fire tablets and shit. Go check out that series. The movie will be here August 9th from Disney. So Now, going with Disney, I have to end this show on the baller-ass note. The trailer for the motherfucking Lion King <clears throat> has come out and it... it <laughs> It hit me with a lot of uh, a lot of emotions, a lot of conflicting emotions that I, I haven't really explored yet. Because with trailers and announcements like this, you know the internet has no goddamn chill. So, if you guys didn't know, it's a live action Lion King, which means CGI animals, yes, but live action in the sense that it's not animated. So we'll get a real ass looking, real looking ass, you know, Mufasa and shit rather than the animated one. So, of course, the Internet is, is, you know, fucking up stuff with memes and shit. Like now we have to experience Mufasa dying in real time and real, real ass anime, real. I ain't ready for that kind of shit. Um, If you didn't know, the cast is one of the uh, biggest things because it's black as fuck, with the exception of like maybe three people, which I don't really know. I don't know why people are so proud of this. Uh, whatever. Um, just to let you know, <clears throat> just to show off some of these, you probably already know. Uh, Donald Glover is in this movie. Beyonce. Yay, I guess. Fuck, I don't care. James Earl Jones is reprising his role. Thank you. 
Um, I always had trouble pronouncing this guy's name, but Chiwetel, whatever. The bad guy from fucking Doctor Strange who played Baron Mordo, his ass is in this motherfucker. Alfred Woodard is in here. John Oliver. John Connie, I think it's Connie, um, which if you didn't know was T'Chaka. Seth Rogen, Billy Eichner, Eric Andre, Florence Kasumba, Keegan-Michael Key, J.D. McCrary, Shahadi Wright-Joseph. So that's that's what we're looking at. It's a black-ass cast. Um, apparently there's been a lot of, con- of arguing between the Bayhive and regular niggas because Beyonce is apparently supposed to steal this whole movie. Um, I'll be the first to tell you, um, y'all hoes can sit down because Nala ain't finna be the star of the show. Y'all realize that, right? It's all about my man, Donald Glover, Simba, baby. It's all about Simba. Now, you know, she's, she's welcome to join this ride, but you know, it's all about Simba. This ain't, you know, the Lion Queen. It's called the Lion King for a fucking reason, because we saw Simba grow up to be from being a little ignorant dumbass to grow up to be the fucking king that rules pride rock and that's everything the sun touches motherfucker everything not just you know the parts you see everything the sun touch that means yes the dark spot over there even though he ain't supposed to go there you still rule it technically don't ask your dad questions but uh it's gonna be dope as fuck uh i'm probably yeah yeah i'll pretty much be there Cause hell, I remember when Lion King came out. Like I saw that bitch in movie theaters. I think, I think. I don't really don't know. Anyway, I know I got that movie day one. No, that's real. Maybe not saw it in the theaters, but I don't know. I can't really remember when in the nineties the Lion King actually came out. Um, hmm. Yeah, I have to think about that. Cause I I swear I have pictures of it. Maybe that was at Disney. That was at Disney World probably. No, hell, it was 1994, so yeah, I did not see that in theaters. I would have been one. <laughs> not even, well, yeah, I would have been... <sighs> now, see, now I have to look up June 24th, 1994. I was born January 24th, 1993, so I would have been a year and some months. So yeah, probably didn't see that one in the theaters, but I know I got that fucking movie day one when it came out. <clears throat> I know that, because my dad and my mom were proud of that shit. I don't know why they were proud of that shit at the time. I guess they were happy and obsessed with, you know, black animation and shit. But I do I know do know that that was one of my most fun experiences at Disney World the three times I've been. Uh, I've seen that play and that, you know, section of the Disney of Disney experience at both Disney World and Disneyland and I recently had the opportunity to take my wife and she got to experience it for the first time, so I know it's fire. So Guys, go support out that damn Lion King movie. Um, Bayhive, chill out. She ain't that great. Chill. Yes, I know. Again, at Leroy Ketchum. Get at me, please. Please. You don't have to include Rockman in this. I will fight you for that. Uh, Definitely can't wait to see Donald Glover, you know, kind of bag his way through that movie. Um, Since, you know, he's not getting the treatment that he wants or that he gets he. I guess he deserves at this point to be black Spider-Man Miles Morales because Into the Spider-Verse has already got their voice actors set and that movie's coming out. So, hey, we're getting him some kind of some other kind of way, guys. Black Spider-Man, maybe not. But Black Simba, we'll take it. Uh, and, of course, I, you got to go for the song, I Just Can't Wait to Be King. I mean, really? Kind of, that was kind of the quintessential way of Simba saying, bitch, just wait. <laughs> wait for the glow up. Because it's going to happen. You already know. Um, be prepared, which is like fuck niggas saying, <laughs> y'all just wait. We going to get them. Y'all hoes got to be ready. Uh, and if you don't if you don't know Hakuna Matata at this point, <laughs> go back to that rock and what you've been sleeping under and beat yourself to sleep. Um, it's a wonderful phrase. Ain't no passing uh, craze. It means no worries for the rest of our days. It's our problem-free philosophy. Hakuna Matata. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, it is now eight thirty-nine, and I have I don't have to be at work till ten fifteen. So now I'm gonna go make some breakfast. Uh, I'm gonna go let my dog out. You guys are gonna exp- enjoy this episode. I know you are. Um, 
I know these live episodes or these solo episodes are getting, you know, kind of numerous to the point where you're worried about, hey, what's wrong with the nerd plate? You guys beefing what? No, we're not beefing. Scheduling conflicts, legitimately. Uh, last night we were supposed to record this, and uh, Rockman had some problems at his apartment, and uh, he had to handle that shit. Like, the, well, I guess the real nigga I know. I don't know. He gets pretty angry sometimes. So yeah, he probably had to go jump down a motherfucker's throat. It's like, why my house ain't like that? Why my house ain't working, bitch? You know, or something like that. Whatever. However, Rockman decides to do it. I don't know. He probably hit somebody with the Mega Buster. Ah, it's a Mega Man joke. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, lies. Um, next Sunday or next week, you should expect to hear both our voices live in charge. And uh, don't worry. for uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and throw a little rumor out there. It's going to be some big shit to end out this year. I just want you guys to be prepared for the last show of the year for the Nerd Plate. Um, I know I got, I got some big things in the works. Uh, hopefully, you guys will be there to experience it with us. Now, y'all go to work. Um, my name's Elroy. Uh, Shout out to Rockman for always being down with me. Uh, again, shout out to Shogun for holding it down for me last week. I was tired as hell. I appreciate you, my brother. And, um, of course, shout out Conversation Con Artist Podcast and the Government Name Podcast. And any other podcast that really wants to be shouted out, insert your name here. Just, you know, in your mind because I don't know you. So I can't really say what I don't know. All right, yeah. All right guys. Oh, that's enough for me. Y'all go out. Enjoy your work week. It's only Tuesday. Only 20, wait, is it 20? Oh, it's the 4th. Hell, only 21 more days till Christmas. Uh, Y'all have a good one.